Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 84. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. And we're here each and every week to talk about technology tools, tips, and tricks to help you to become more productive, more pro... something else. I get pro the... business. Pro business. <laughs> more pro prof- profit. Profitable. Or pro profit. We're pro profit. We need we need three. I, I feel like we always need three pros. We've got right. it's always pro, productive, profitable. We do profitable, and we've been using prolific, but I don't think that that's the right no, word. Uh, proficient. proficient, proficient is more what we talk about. Yes. Yeah. So so technology tools, tips, and tricks for uh, for basically helping you and your business to become more profitable, more productive, and proficient. 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 Yeah, we'll have to keep working Good. on that. <laughs> I don't think they're in the right order. No. Productive, profitable. I think productive, profitable, proficient. And then people are, are listening to this going, am I listening to the actual show or am I listening to guys talk about their show? And the answer is yes. Exactly. The answer is yes. <laughs> in fact, you know what? Happy Thursday, Cliff. Happy, you sound fresh. Happy Thursday. I did. I, I, just, I just woke from a 30-minute nap. It was a brilliant mm. idea just to say you know what i'm gonna go your take voice a nap is, voice is vibrant looks like you're, I'm, you're not, I'm not let's put it this way if john wilkerson was to call in this week i wasn't gonna just end his call 30 seconds before it was done and and yeah. say well let's move forward i'm edgy and blah 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 <laughs> i still i felt so bad i love that you covered for it so well because i went back and i listened to see how horrid it actually sounded and and you really covered pretty well. It's like we just want to really say thanks to John for calling in that valuable feedback. <laughs> Cliff totally well, just sn- cut you off right there at the end. Ah, uh, it was a it was a crazy week last week. Neither one of us claimed to be perfect. Well, did or, you did you hear kind. the train wreck that happened after that? No. It, well, last week's episode of Family from the Heart was titled "The One That Got Away." <laughs> I I went into like severe sleep deprivation. So oh, yeah. yeah. Balance Living Weekly this week was uh canceled at the last minute. Well, last night Father Roderick couldn't record today. So uh yeah, I'm like, you know what? I am I think I'm going to go take a nap. And I did. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm fresh. By the way, uh we ha- we have another tagline we could start. Business Tech Weekly, the podcast that can save your life. Mm. What do you think about that? Prove it is what I say, young man. All right. Well, let's see if we have any feedback that could support our claim that Business Tech Weekly can save your life. Hey, Cliff and Andy. This is April calling from the fragranthand.blogspot.com. I just wanted to thank you guys for um, doing podcasts on Thursdays. Last week, I was listening to the podcast and I needed to go to the supermarket, but I decided I would wait and listen to the end of the podcast before I went. 
So the podcast was over, and I went to the market, and when I got there, there was, like, police cars outside, and there was crime tape. It turns out that the bank in the supermarket was robbed, and there was a shooting during that time, and if I had gone when I initially was going to go to the supermarket, I would have been there when all of that was going on, but because I stayed home and finished listening to Business Tech Weekly, I was not there. So Business Tech Weekly may have saved my life. Thanks, guys. Ah, proof right there. I do have friends. one issue. I don't think we may have. I think it's, I think it's certifiable. Yes. That we, sa- we saved her life. Exactly. We saved her life. <laughs> and See, I'm totally kidding. But I'm first, I'm really, really glad that she's okay. And, yes, indeed. That's and I'm really, really stuff. sorry that there was a shooting indeed. <laughs> at your supermarket. That really is scary stuff. And, um, and I'm really glad that, that she stuck around and listened to our entire show. Yes, we're very happy to know that that our content has that kind of stickiness. Even <laughs> when we sp- makes a difference. That's I've right. Heard that. Yeah, somewhere I've heard that somewhere before. I don't know who comes up with this stuff. Anyway, Andy, we're going to talk about some technology today, and uh, we've got some great feedback. We're going to get a question from Jason about when do you draw the line between like a sales call and, and actually consulting now begins and. What is Dropbox? In fact, let's go ahead and uh, turn to, I think it's Brandon from uh, uh, California. And so let's turn to him and answer his question about Dropbox. Hey Cliff. Hi, this is Brad. I'm calling from California, and I'm calling about Business Tech Weekly. got a question. Um, what is Dropbox? I've heard it mentioned a few times that you use it and um, looked at it once but didn't understand it. Can you explain Dropbox? Thank you. Have a good day. Andy, I am going to search the archives because I know we probably had an entire episode of Business oh, Tech Weekly. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. But, but go ahead and just give a brief overview of what sure. Dropbox is while I look this up. Sure. Well, most people who own a computer understand how a folder works. You put something in a folder and later on you can go any kind of file in there, music, uh, you know, picture, whatever. If you, if you take that file out of the folder and you make some change to it and then you put it back in, Obviously, the next time you go to that file, you should see the change. Uh, and it, and it's, but it's just on that one computer. What Dropbox does is it puts a folder on multiple devices uh, as well as computers. And you can also have other people join that folder or a folder within those folders. And so you're all sharing, your computers are sharing all uh, th- that one singular folder. And any action you take in that folder, no matter what device you're on, will be reflected across all those folders. So it's essentially like having um, you know, the, a basket in every single room of your house. And if you put something in, in, in that basket, it's added to all the other baskets. So it's a way of, because it syncs uh, online, this is all happening through the web, obviously. Uh, the way that I, I, I usually give people an example of, if I have a Word document in there and I make changes to it, and I'm not near a computer or internet connection, and then I put it back in the folder, the next time I'm near an internet connection, it will then, Dropbox will then update and say, oh, we need to make that change to that file and then also to that file in all the other folders. And it gives you two gigabytes of free space when you sign up. There are paid options. Uh, I think that there's a 20 or maybe a 50 gig option um, and then a 100-gig option, if you want more than that, there's also, uh, you have to email them privately. But I use it um, to back up. Uh, all of my most important files are on Dropbox. I'm a paid user. 
And if you want to get uh, more free space, they give free, uh, and so they bump up your, uh, your, your space. Uh, if you invite other people to share folders with you or you invite other people to join Dropbox in general, uh, it will then add uh, space to your, to your account. Well, uh, I, I found it to be very, very, very simple, and I could not run my business without it. Exactly. And, and the cool thing for me is that I love the, the fact we've got several different Macs here in the house. And, of course, it works on the PC, and, and uh, it also has applications for your different mobile devices. But uh, the one thing I love is that we have this one folder called Dropbox, and there's a whole host of files that I keep in that box. And as soon as I put something in there, um, you know, it, it's immediately going to be on all of those other computers yes. in my house. It, it's it, so it's it's there's no thumb drive sharing anything like yep. that. I put it in that folder. It's in that folder on all my machines. Yeah, and I actually have a folder. My assistant, my virtual assistant in Nashville. She has Dropbox on her computer, and I have a folder inside of my folder called Shared with Amy. And I now that's the only folder out of my Dropbox that I share with her. And after this podcast is finished recording, I'm going to take it off my digital audio recorder. I'm going to drag and drop it to my uh, desktop, and then I'm going to stick it inside of that folder. And that file is going to upload to Dropbox. It's going to take, because it's a, it, this is going to be a, a relatively large file, it's going to take about mm, 5, 10, 10 minutes to upload to the server. And then it's going to immediately download onto her computer. And she will then drag it out of the folder, do all my post-production that I've trained and taught her how to do. She'll tag the file, upload it to my Libsyn Media Host, then go and publish this episode on the web. And when she's done with all of that, she'll put the finished product of that file back in the Dropbox folder, and that'll upload it to Dropbox, and it will immediately download it to my computer. And she'll send me an email saying, hey, Cliff, I processed all the files today, uh, and I'll go into that Dropbox folder, pull them all out, and stick them into my archives. Yeah. I Love think it. Wouldn't you... I think maybe another equivalent is, um, you know, you, ma- you made mention of it or reference to it, but on a real simple um, basis is, let's just say you had a file you wanted to get to another computer. Well, probably four years ago, you would take, like you said, a USB thumb drive, plug it in, drag it to that USB, unplug it, plug it into the other computer, and then move it. Yep. This is doing all of that, but it's just doing it through the web. And it, I, I think one of the best things they do on there uh, that really makes it uh, easier to understand the process once you download is if it is if it is synced already across all of your folders, it will have a green check mark. If mm-hmm. it's syncing, it'll have a blue sort of a circle arrow circle um, showing that it's syncing right now. So y- you can see it syncing across all of the different uh, folders, and uh, and then of course you can go to Dropbox.com, sign into your account. And look not only at the current files that are, you have, but it also, Dropbox also keeps older versions of files uh, on hand, which is actually, I, I found that to be helpful in a few situations where someone said, hey, do you serve that file? And I was like, nope, deleted it a long time ago, but I went to Dropbox.com and was able to retrieve it. That's sort of the advanced. Exactly. So the couple things here is like with the old, uh, you know, the old thumb drive, I, if, let's just say it was a Word document or a, a presentation that I'm working on. Yeah, I could take it and put it on three different machines in the house and, you know, and and I could say, okay, you know what, I'm upstairs on the family Mac and I'm just going to sit here. I've got 20 minutes. I'm going to add two or three more slides to this presentation that I'm going to do. All right. Well, then I've updated it there. 
now um, I go, let's see, I'm, you know, I, I walk out of the house, I've got my briefcase or whatever, and, and I, I'm at the coffee shop and I open it up and I'm like, okay, I've got, a, I've got another 40 minutes here. I could sit here and knock out maybe four or five more slides for my, for my presentation that I'm going to do. Well, mm. oh, I don't have the file for, I already added two more files since I put it on the PDF document, or I'm sorry, on the thumb drive and drug it over to the family computer. I forgot to back that up to the thumb drive. Uh, what I'll do is I'm going to have to go ahead and, and I'll, I'll just pull this one up and then I'll go and copy and paste those if I can remember to go and do it. What Dropbox does is it just keeps it all in sync. So if I do a little bit of work on the family computer upstairs, boom, they're all updated. If I'm mm-hmm. at the coffee shop on my MacBook Air, you know, it, it's I'm, I'm going to do a couple more slides. It's going to update all of them. When I come back to the studio, my slide, the most recent update is there. And like you said, if if something happens, like, for example, let's say Amy, um, you know, decides, you know what, I'm done with this Cliff Ravenscraft guy. I mean, what I mean, what a controlling over. I I just can't stand to work with him anymore. Mm -hmm. And so if that's the case, uh, she just ups and leaves, you know, and she says, you know what, I'm done. I'm not I, I took all of these files. I can go in and recover all of those files. Or what if she goes in and puts Bugs Bunny in the middle and she gets really she spiteful. goes rogue, she right? Goes she rogue. goes rogue. Yeah, so she, and she goes Sarah Palin on you. Exactly. Right. Oh. So yeah, so basically, Dropbox is very awesome, and I don't think we need to now go back to any further previous episode because I think we've thoroughly given the thing. One thing you did say though is just sharing folders. You can get that additional free stuff. I've had a lot of people where I shared a folder with them. And then they're instructed to go and install Dropbox. You do not get free um, stuff if they do not click through your quote unquote mm-hmm. share link. So mm-hmm. what I do uh, when I actually have somebody that I think is going to be a, I always ask my clients who I'm sharing folders with. I said, "Do you use uh, Dropbox already?" And they said, "No." What's that? And I said, "I'll tell you what. I'm going to send you a link." And of course, then I use my affiliate link. I have it all pre-written out in Text Expander. And it says, I'm going to share a folder with you. First, you need to click here to install Dropbox. And then once you've done that, email me and I'll share a folder with you. Gotcha. And so that way I always get... It ensures, yes. I get, you get a quarter, you get 250 extra megabytes each time somebody signs up. So I wait. It adds up though. If you're you're consulting or you just, you know, you have a lot of family, I don't know, but you're you're collaborating a lot. I'm up to 6.5 gigs for free. Nice. So Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. G- and again, I'm on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. GSPN.tv slash Dropbox. Just or AndyTrob.com slash Dropbox. What's up now? Huh? All right. So you eating pretty links. Choose who you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, and I have the paid version, so I don't keep as tra- you know track as much as you have. But um, you know, I, I think it's uh, 99 bucks for a year. Uh, and gosh, I, I wish I remember how much space I have, but it's plenty. So awesome. Anyway. The competition begins. Bring it. My affiliate, Cliff, Cliff versus Andy, the affiliate wars. I think we know who's going to win that one, Chief. <laughs> no. All right, let's move forward. What else we got going on here? Uh, well, let's talk about drawing lines. Want to do that one? Yeah, let's do that. This is Jason, and uh, we didn't get to his call last week, so let's go ahead and play it now. Hi, guys. This is Jason, and I'm calling for the Business Tech Weekly podcast. And the question I have has to do with consulting and how you take an initial contact and turn it into consulting work. And the question I have is the fine line that's drawn between an initial contact and then when you actually cross over and say, hey, we're going to have to start charging you to actually 
consult with you and how you draw that line, how you cross it, how you go about, you know, telling someone that because it's kind of a fine line issue where, hey, man, uh, it's time to actually start paying for this conversation that we're having. And I just want to see how you guys go about that in your businesses. So thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Awesome. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, that's a great question and certainly one that I had to deal with uh, and, and was a big struggle for me uh, when I first started. How about you, Andy? Uh, it's a it's a universal struggle. It really is because you, you hear this mantra, uh, you got to give it away. You know, you got to be generous and uh, you, you need to be accessible. And it's all about giving people free content and, and building that trust and relationship and uh, recipe. Uh, uh, being about abundance, you know, don't hold back everything, don't charge for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear that, and, and and you sort of are waiting for, it. and then, and then you charge them. When do you when when do you charge them? Because <laughs> nobody talks, not nobody, but there's there's less talk about that, and so it does. There, there's not as much uh, um, a teaching, if you will, or a base uh, for when you draw the line. And I, I'm gonna put a link um, in the live chat here if I can find it somewhere. Uh, but I have a form that I um, tell people to fill out if they express interest in uh, me helping them build a website. And if they send me an email or they call me, I, I basically stop the conversation and say, listen, I, I'm, I'm happy to help. Uh, I would love to work with you maybe uh, if, it, if it works best for both of us. I'm going to send you this link, you fill it out, and then we'll talk some more. So I basically ignore all the details they want to share with me uh, because what I do is I send them a questionnaire that, that um, expresses all the things or asks all the things that I need to know in order for me to decide if I want to work with them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so their, their level of knowledge, how much they're paying now, what's their relationship like with their last web person, things like that. Uh, where are they on the web currently? Yada yada yada. Uh, what are their goals for the website? And 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 so that's where I draw the line. Is pretty early on. Uh, is uh, if they want that sort of service, uh, which I get a lot of. I get a lot of people saying, "Andy, help me redo my site or help me build my site." This or that. Then I don't say, "Oh, let's get on the phone and talk about it for half an hour." Or tell me what you want out of your site. I mean, I send them this, and it's very very. And the other thing is, it's it's in their court. I mean, Dan Miller. Um, talks about how he does not work with people until they fill out this really long questionnaire. Mm-hmm. He, just, he won't because it shows that, that they're interested. And that's the other thing is you can waste a lot of time talking with people who say, oh, let's sit down and have coffee and want to talk to you about my website. Yeah. And it's just not, it's just, here's the thing. You're not being a jerk when you say that's not productive. <laughs> you know, like, let's skip the coffee, you fill out this questionnaire and then I'll get back to you. You know, because you know the right questions to ask and then they can ask it on their own time. And if they don't answer that questionnaire, which is very simple, it's a Google form, it's free, then they're not that interested, right? And you saved a phone call or emails back and forth or this or that. So I, I think that's important is you are responsible to have the systems. You are responsible for drawing the line. Uh, and so if someone calls you, Cliff, and says, hey, I want to talk to you about my website, you know, or I want to talk to you about starting a podcast, you know, y- you and I have learned the quick questions to ask mm-hmm. that aren't insulting, but it's, you know, um, you know, tell me where you're at, tell you where you want to go is, you know, and you, you basically get to, 
is this a paid gig or not? Right. <laughs> you know, I, you know what? This happened this week to you and I both on 48days.net. Did you see that message that uh, we got on 48days.net? Someone sent a message through the messaging service of Ning, which I know we both despise. But did you, did you see that? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, I did not okay. see that. Well, somebody sent a message and they basically said, hey, I've got this idea for business and I'm really excited about podcasting and I want to get my website up. So I'm, I'm reaching out to you guys for help, which is great, right? But like, you know, what am I supposed to do with that? Am I supposed to just say, sure, let's talk for an hour about that. Am I supposed to sell her a product? Am I supposed to, you know, sell her one of your products, which I do a lot of times because I go, oh, just go get, go spend a hundred bucks and, and Cliff will help you. So, but it's our responsibility. It's, it's the service provider's responsibility to say, um, to draw the lines. Right. So, uh, that, that's what I would tell you early on is it, it, I'm, I'm all about giving away great free content, but at some point it's your job as the service provider to draw the line. Uh, it's not the customer's job because n- they never take your time. You always give it to them. Yeah. Well, there, there are a couple things that I have to say about this. And back in the early days of my business, I spent a ton of time uh, on what I call sales calls. They, these are the ones mm. where somebody... You know, they haven't made a decision. They they don't even know what services I offer. They mm-hmm. don't know, um, you know, how I work. Uh, and, and so they do have some genuine questions. And sure. because at the time I had not really had anything well thought out, it's like, yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out what I do offer. And so let's talk about it. Sure. Uh, and so I spent a lot of time of my time giving it away. Uh, trying to convince people of how I could help them. I just knew I could help them and I knew I wanted to help them and I knew I needed to earn money because that's why I had left my career in insurance so I could find a way to make money doing this. And so I was still new at it. And so I spent a lot of time with people uh, and, and I spent a lot of time crossing the line of a sales call and actually including some uh, consulting. But what I did is I made sure that the the um, when it, whenever it crossed into consulting, I didn't start charging them. I never, I personally have a hard time saying, okay, now at the end of this call, you owe me X amount of dollars. Sure, it's you can't do that. I, you just that's can't too, do that. That's not that's not fair. No, <laughs> you it, know, I, you, it has to be established beforehand. You're it, absolutely right. Exactly. So so basically, in all those circumstances, I just gave them so much more value than they could have ever even dreamed possible. And every time I had one of those calls, and sometimes those calls were 45 minutes to an hour, all right? Which is the length of, I mean, an hour is the length of my minimum consulting call. Uh, And sometimes it was a 45 minutes to an hour. And by golly, by the time they were off the phone, they're they're like, okay, this guy knows his stuff and he can help me. And I'm going to hire him. And that's that that was most of the time. That's what happened. It led to that. And it and it actually did allow me to build some good relationships with people and to set their mind at ease that I'm not just some guy trying to get their money and 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 stuff like that, that I am somebody who, number one, does care, who's willing to sit down and give you a ton of valuable information for free just to talk to you, you know, before he starts charging you. So, so it really did help me out in the beginning when I had that time. Now, I do not have that time anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't have that time anymore. And so today, I want to say this. First and foremost, I do not answer the phone. My phone number is on my website uh, at podcastanswerman.com. But if you call me and you do not have a scheduled appointment at a certain time, I will not answer your phone call. I won't even answer a phone call from my parents. 
<laughs> during the day is like because I know that they want me to come fix their printer or something like that. It's like, listen, leave a voice message and I'll get back to you when you can, when right. I can, you know, but everything goes to voicemail and I immediately listen to those voice messages. And then either I or my assistant will call somebody and, and it depends on all that stuff. Here's the, here's the situation. I want everybody to email me. And that's what happens. Now, of course, now I've got on Podcast Answer Man 200 hours worth of Podcast Answer Man content where people have the opportunity to go and listen and they realize that, number one, Cliff has a desire to help people. Number two, he's got the ability to help people. And, and they hear each and every week examples of how I'm helping people. So most well, of the Well, I got time, a number three. I got a number go three. Ahead. It's free. And it's free. Podcast Answer Man is free. Exactly. We do pause, uh, plug, join the community. It doesn't have to be free. We yep. want to support you. I'm a member of the community. We want to support the Ravenscraft, you know, college fund. Yep. Uh, but you're absolutely right. It's accessible. It, 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 they get to know you uh, through that. I get a lot of people when they talk to me on the phone. Andy, I feel like I know you because I've listened a lot. And that's weird and it's very humbling and I'm grateful for it. But it also is testimony to that when you create content and it sticks Right, Seth Godin talks about this. You got to create sticky content. Just put as put as much as you can out there that's going to help people, and that will sell you. So maybe that's another answer, Cliff. Is you know how can I draw boundaries? It's like, well, what are you doing to to have stuff out there for people to to uh, to. To trust you. I have had some people who say, you know what, I, I just, a friend of mine just referred me to you. I just browsed your website real quickly and, uh, you know, I'm shooting an email. I, I'm thinking about launching a podcast. Uh, do you think you can help me? And, the, you know, now there are a couple different things that I can do in an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I, I suggest, I, I say, number one, if you haven't listened to my podcast, I would highly recommend that you go to podcastanswerman.com and listen to somewhere between the you know the most recent one to three episodes of my podcast. And if you're not convinced that I'm the person to help you, then I'm not the person to help you. But if you th- if you think after listening to those that I'm the person to help you, then by golly, I'd love to. The other thing is, if you want to see how what other people are saying about the type of work that I'm doing. Uh, go check out, uh, go to pod, click here for my testimonials page. And here's, and, and so testimonials I think are important, but here's something that I did not have that first year of consulting. And this is something that is really huge. If you go to Podcast Answer Man right now, it's called services. And I'm not sure if I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing some optimization on my site uh, within the next couple of weeks. But anyway, right now it says services and it says I do podcast consulting slash coaching. There's a little description of that. I do equipment consultation, a little bit of that. I have video training tutorials. I have a little bit of that. And of course, I'm going to even optimize this even further. But what this has done is people usually go through the navigation menu on my site. They actually read through the pages that are linked at the top of my site before Mm -hmm. emailing me or calling me. And so they already know in general, what my consulting rate is, how I do services. They listen to my podcast. They know what I have to offer. And and usually these days, it's, hey, I want to get on your schedule. Do you have some free time? Right. Right. So I, uh, that's a great point because it's, you can do things to avoid those situations. Yeah. And it, when people meet you through your teaching and you're giving them, you know, your knowledge you're teaching them what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Then by the time they show up, I mean, you don't show up to McDonald's and go, what do you guys have here? 
right? This is new, you know? And if it's a brand new restaurant, you stumble across it and you walk in, you might ask that question. But no, you show up to restaurants and you know what to order. And I think you can look at yourself that way. I would say one caveat, where I'm at in my business, I'm not, I don't think I'm as far along as you when it comes to, uh, I still have to sell a little bit more, I think, than maybe you do. Um, uh, when I talk to some clients, I have to have a little bit more engagement to get them to, to commit. Um, and, and so I do have those conversations. So another thing you can do is, you know, schedule a 15-minute meeting. Tungle allows for 15 minutes, but schedule it for 15 minutes and make it clear, sure, let's talk for 15 minutes. You know, I mean, there's things you can do to protect your time and not just say, yeah, let's talk at one. Was well, that one to three? Is it one to four? Is it one to two? You know, because people will just assume it's a half an hour. But if you put it out there, sure, let's just, let's get together and talk for 15 minutes about this. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't regret any of the time that I spent in those quote unquote sales calls days, but uh, mm-hmm. I think they were needed. They were necessary when I was building my brand, building my reputation and stuff like that. But now my reputa- reputation and, and, and what people know of me and what I have to offer is pretty widely known. And now mm-hmm. I have a surplus of people who want to work with me. And, and so it's a great place to be. And then that, then you get to the place where you don't have to sell yourself as much and, and pe- other people are doing all the selling for you. Like, for example, Andy's out there telling people why you should just stop wasting time and go hire Cliff. You know, and, and it's like, yeah, oh, I've... That's t- actually my most common mantra. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not you're not kidding when, when you say that. And I know you're not, but I'm telling for the, the listeners, he's not kidding. That's my mantra. I'll, I'll get into a chat room and I'll say, chat room, whatever, some, somewhere online. I'll get on there and I'll say, um, please stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Please stop researching. Please stop looking... Uh, here's the answer. Go buy this. Yep. <laughs> and I'm usually pretty blunt about it because yes. it's like, listen, stop, stop the insanity. You know, stop the insanity. And what is it? Uh, Chevy Chase in that one movie, uh, uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation, uh, and he's driving around that circle. Yeah. There's the whatever everybody like. He keeps saying the same monument. You know, yeah. like that's what people do. They just they circle and they research and they research and they research and they don't do anything. Yep. Research is not doing something, by the way. It's research. All right. Well, let's move forward. I, ha- I think we've helped Jason just a little bit I hope there. so. I hope so, Jason. And I want to give an update on, uh, you know, last week, John Wilkerson called in some very valuable feedback uh, that I un- abruptly ended about 22 <laughs> seconds before it was done uh, because I, I don't know why. But anyway, I did. And I apologize, uh, John, for doing that. But anyway, he brought up some valuable information. I think I had another person who... Um, said, you know, one of the things you have to think about with these battery backups is that, you know, you may actually have to um, replace the battery, you know, and, and just keep that in mind, you know, down the road, you might need to, to, to get a new battery. Otherwise, it's, you know, why have it um, if, if that battery is no longer good? Uh, the other thing John Wilkerson brought up is like, you know, it's not just for your computer, but you're also going to need to, you know, hook up your router and your cable modem and stuff like that. But even, even, there, he said there are some cable companies where if the electric goes out in your neighborhood, maybe one of the switches is dependent upon electric in the neighbor that's in the neighborhood to power that switch or whatever the case may be. And so you may have all the power that you need in your home, but the Internet access could still go out anyway. Well, last week I went out and I purchased an APC backup system because I I looked at the the... I looked at the, oh, whatchamacallit, the forecast, and it was, I mean, it just literally was 
lightning bolts everywhere. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, oh, crud. So I headed out to um, Best Buy and I bought the APC backup our back back UPS XS 100. There's going to be a link to this in the show notes, by the way, to the exact one that I purchased. Anyway, it's an APC backup. And uh, here's the deal. It's got um, it's got a dis- uh, digital display on the front. So I'm looking at it right now. And uh, before I tell you a little bit about what's on the display, I want to tell you what's plugged into the back of this thing. Um, I have my 27 inch iMac plugged into it right now a 23-inch external monitor. I also have uh, the uh, Apple wireless router, you know, the, um, the, big, the airport extreme. Anyway, I've got that plugged in uh, for my wireless connectivity. And then I also have my cable internet modem. Uh, I do not have my DSL in. I figure if, you know, if cable went out and DSL was going to work, then I could switch over if I needed to by going back there and unplugging one, plugging the other in. So those are the four devices that are currently plugged in. All right. Now, when I when I look at it with those four devices plugged in with everything as it is right now, I am looking and I have 27 minutes of battery backup if the electric went out right this moment. All right. But if I do this, which I'm reaching over and turning off my external monitor, it's immediately jumping up to and it's going to 34 minutes um, and it, it jumped up to actually it's at 35 minutes. And I think if I let it sit for a second, it'll probably no, it's going to it's going to stop between 34 and 35 minutes. But Andy, you know how on the Mac you can change the brightness display? Yes, I can turn it all the way down on my 27 inch iMac. And of course, I still see the screen just fine. And I have just taken my battery back up to 52 minutes. So I can sit here for 52 minutes computing exactly the way I am now, even if the electric went out. And not only that, but as soon as I bought this thing and I had it all hooked up and, and uh, you know, it was, the battery had gotten fully charged, within about 20 minutes after that, the electric went out. And it was out for about 20 or so minutes. And I was able to compute just like normal. It did not affect me whatsoever. And I'm very happy to announce that my cable modem, even though the, and, and I confirmed all my neighbors, their electric was out as well, but the cable internet was still working. Oh yeah. So it was sweet. And, uh, and of course, the, I mean, how, I mean, it's like, wow, you talk about timing, right? Well, let's just put it this way. When it looked like a tornado was ready to blow through our neighborhood when I went to Best Buy. <laughs> so if that gives I mean, it was I'm telling you, it, it was coming and I knew it and I got it just in time. So the next day, the next day, uh, we had storms all day long. And um, I, I think the electric was out for about an hour and a half. And of course, I just showed you that I can only get up to 54 minutes, but I had an hour and a half. And guess what? I was not without my ability to use my computer for that entire. I I was able to use my computer during the entire hour and a half that the electric was out. Do you want to know how I did it? Yes. All right. I got you on the edge of your seat, don't I? So I turned off my external monitor, turned it all, the, turned the brightness all the way down, and I wait and I kept using my regular, you know, massive machine right here until the battery backup was down to about fifteen minutes or something like that, or ten minutes. It was, it was gonna, it was gonna shut down if I didn't shut down myself. Right. And so 
with that being said, I, I went ahead and said, okay, let me go ahead and save everything here. And I shut down my 27 inch iMac. I shut off, you know, I had already shut off my external monitor. So now there's only two things plugged into the back of this device. And it was my cable modem and my wireless router. And I looked down at the time and it jumped all the way up. It's like, listen, you got plenty of time. No one, no worries at all. So I went over to my MacBook Air, which had four hours of battery life left <laughs> in it. And yeah. I'm hooking up to the wireless internet that's still running in my home. And I was able to uh, open up the Photoshop document that I was working on and, and all the other things because of Dropbox. And I picked up right where I left off and the electric came back on. I saved all those documents and, uh, you know, and then I came down, fired up my machine and opened those documents back up on my other machine after Dropbox synced them, which only took a second. And boom, I I was with, dude, I am so glad I got my APC battery back up. Nice. I don't know. Does your your power go out a lot? Seems like you talk about a lot more than. When it, when it, my, our power will go out if there are really bad lightning storms. Yes. Huh. All right. I mean, it just doesn't happen very much. It's, you talk about it a lot and I'm sorry. Yeah, it happened. It happens, yeah. We when, don't. Yeah. And, 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 and most of the time, most of the time our power is out for some, sometimes it's like 10 seconds. Oh, okay. You know, or sometimes it's like 45 seconds. Sometimes it's just like goes out and then comes back on. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it doesn't happen unless there's like a really big storm or, well, usually it's just a really big storm. There, I guess sometimes there's somebody that'll cut a, you know, a, an electric pole in half. Run to a pole. Gotcha. Yeah. So that happens occasionally, but usually it's a, it's a big storm and we get lots of really big storms here. I mean, massive storms. Beautiful. So, so yeah, it, it, I, I told you that I wanted to get it for that purpose and it worked. Now the thing is. I'm so glad your power went out. I know, me too. I am so excited. The only thing is, though, is my 27-inch iMac right now is on the fritz because um, it uh, has a logic board. The logic board's going out on my sound card. And there's, there's, there's a little teensy-weensy part of me that thinks that maybe all that lightning had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is everything's plugged up through this APC thing, and it's, it's got power conditioning and all that other stuff. But the thing is, though, is that I did a uh, software update at the same time that I had gotten this new system. And I think and, and I'm, I, I really believe that the software update caused some kind of, you know, wonkiness in the 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 hardware, the firmware or something like that in the in the system to to be more noticeable. And so. Uh, everything that I've tested so far, it seems so software slash firmware related. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so I went to Apple and took my 27 inch iMac to them and says, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. They said, Oh, you know what? Eventually I got them to, I convinced them that it was, you know, that they need to replace the motherboard or the logic board inside. And that's what they were going to do. And they said, we'll get this back to you within five to seven business days. And my heart literally fell to the floor. And I'm like, uh, no, you won't. <laughs> I mean, I was, I literally, I'm sitting there thinking five to seven business days without this computer on my desk. No way. So if in his little MacBook here, <laughs> you know, I'm like, there's just, there's just no way. So what'd you I, tell him? You say, you tell me when you need it and I'll bring it back or what's the, yeah, I said, you know what? I'll tell you what, on June 24th, I'm leaving for 10 days. I'm going to oh, Disney gotcha. and then I'm going to Smoky Mountains with my family. 
So you can have it for 10 days, but I'm, I'm taking this baby home with me. And, and, right. and by golly, I went to uh, Amazon and uh, ordered two Griffin iMics and had them overnight delivered to me. Oh, nice. So, the, by the way, Griffin iMics are USB sound cards. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what I had been, that's what I had hooked up. Now, right now, I've got one of the iMics hooked up to my MacBook Air to talk to you via Skype because. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah, Eric said that um, my audio was sounding a little funny. But I, 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 that doesn't surprise me. I think there's something wrong. Even even with using a USB sound card, there's something wrong with this logic board now. So, ah, but you know what? I have Apple Care. I bought the extended warranty plan, and it's not going to cost me a penny to get it fixed. It's just going to take five to seven days to get it back. Right. So, anyway. Beauty. It hey, is a beauty. I, I don't know. I don't know if you're like stalling because you don't want to talk about this next point. Uh, what's if you're that? Delaying because you don't want to get to the. No. What I think it's going to be the highlight of the show. No, what's up? The next part of our show notes says Andy was right. Oh, I like that. I, I really up? want us to talk about that. Andy was right. And maybe this should be the longest episode ever. Let's just talk about. Well, okay. we're only at forty minutes, so we're good. I'm just kidding. No, go ahead. I want. I just want to know. Oh, so go ahead and tell people how I was right. <laughs> All right. So Andy was <laughs> no, right. No, I want you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So sure. Andy was right. All right. This this is the situation. Once. All right. I Once. went into Best Buy. A while back, because I was thinking about buying a MacBook Air, but I wanted to make sure that the software that I would use worked. So I went into Best Buy and I looked at their MacBook Air and I downloaded ScreenFlow and and I actually took some video on a camera and dropped and dragged it in and and did some other things and I was actually producing some videos right there in the store. You made a the- digital product. <laughs> that- had a webinar. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was testing Started it out. Started a new show to the I, WordPress install. I wanted to, I installed, I installed Photoshop elements on there. I mean, I, I, I went through the thing. I, I, I'm like, you know what? I just want to make sure all this runs. Reformatted the hard drive. <laughs> Re- rebooted. And Andy's like, the- Andy's like, nobody does that, Cliff. And I'm like, you're going to be kidding me. I mean, why would they put these display units out unless you want to find out <laughs> how they work, you know? And, and so I'm like, I'm, and, and there are other people agreeing with the Andy is like, no cliff, I think you're the only one. Well, to that extent. All right. I mean, yeah. All right. So, so here's the situation. I go into Best Buy, my, my Kodak ZI8 camera, the little uh, place where you put the tripod mount at the bottom and you screw it in. Yep. It had all broken cause it's all plastic and, and um, it, it had, it had broken because probably the way that I had left it tied into my or um, attached to my tripod and then uh-huh. I was just carrying around the tripod with the camera on top of it and I yeah. probably shouldn't have done that but anyway the the kids knocked up against the tripod the other day the camera was on it and it just fell off and all the little pieces cr- oh, pieces of plastic crumbled underneath there well the last time I well I, I bought when I buy a piece of electronics from Best Buy I buy their accidental plan because they replace stuff like crazy and so I went ahead and purchased it was, it's like it's like 59 or 70 dollars all right to get the accidental plan and I know these things are going to break because they're you know cheap electronic consumer devices like a Kodak ZI8 it's it's a very inexpensive thing so for so when my Kodak ZI8 quit working the first time they exchanged it for they just exchanged it for free for an, I got a brand new Kodak ZI8 well this time the Kodak ZI8's not available right and I already knew this before I went to the store so I know what their policy is. It's you know, I originally paid $179 for the camera, and they're going to give me $179 towards something new. And uh, I was thinking about getting a 
uh, uh, Canon Vixia HG10, I think, or HFG10, something like that. It's a $1,500 camera. Well, I went in and I took my MacBook Air. I took my SD cards. I took my... (laughs) Um, my SD card slot reader uh-huh. and all this other stuff. And I took it all into the store and I set up shop and did I'm bring, like, did you bring a chair? I no, I didn't, I didn't bring a chair, but I'm, I'm setting up shop off ones. And, and I'm taking video with these different Canon cameras and I'm, t- you know, I'm, I'm hooking it up. Oh, and I brought my own USB to mini USB adapter or cable as well. So, Cause I sure. knew that some, cause they're going to have that. So anyway, I tried all of these very expensive cameras and they all record into this really weird proprietary format, you know, standard Bluetooth, whatever. MTS, I think is what it's called. Anyway, it's it's not something I can just, I wanted to see if I could drag and drop any of these recordings into these, you know, these digitally recorded HD video cameras just right into ScreenFlow. And if I can't just drag and drop it in the screen flow, I don't know that I'm really interested because then I actually have to drag and drop the file over. Then I yeah, have yeah, to yeah. use a program no. to convert it. And then I need to drop. That then, takes a long time. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to deal with that. So I'm sitting there. I, I literally went through every camera they had, every camera they had. And I'm doing all of this stuff. And she, and, and she, and she goes, and I said, has she, I said, tell me, do people do this or am I the only one? She goes, well, I've been here for a long time. This is the first time I've ever seen anybody do this. I actually founded Best Buy and I've never <laughs> seen anyone do this. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm checking out all their cameras. None of them work. So I went ahead and got the Kodak. Hold on. I've got it right here. I have the new Kodak um, Play Touch. The Kodak okay. Play Touch. It's what replaces oh, yeah. the. It's the one that replaces the Kodak ZI8. And to be honest with you, I like the Kodak ZI8 better. Uh, I I don't know that I really like the touch screen interface. Uh, but with that being said, it does have the audio input. It does HD. It records to SD, and it does allow me to record in a format that I can just drag off of the SD card and put right into ScreenFlow. Gotcha. And that is important. So with all of that time spent in Best Buy, I went up to the service department with my brand new PlayTouch camera and I walked out the door uh, with a brand new camera that didn't cost me anything except for I went ahead and spent $70. And do you know what I spent $70 on? A three-year accidental warranty plan on my new Kodak PlayTouch. Wow. Again. Uh, Again. Yep. (laughs) So, oh, so that your so your warranty, your accidental didn't transfer to the new one. No, it, your your accidental does not transfer to a new one once it's once it replaces it, once it once it's replaced. Well, I'm not going to question your purchase of that because you use it. I, I, I let but, me tell you, well, most people don't. Well, exactly. Well, let's put it this way. I I learned I learned this with uh, Best Buy. I bought a Kodak Easy Share digital camera, like like a 1.3 megapixel camera. Mm-hmm. It's probably about one hundred and eighty nine dollars, and I think I spent like the forty dollars on their on their, you know, their accidental plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, a year later, I had dro- I had dropped it, and it broke off one of the the not you know the buttons, and I went in, and they didn't have that model, so they just upgraded me to the next one that was at that price. And of course, I could have chose something more expensive and just paid the difference. But I did. I got the one that was the next size. I, it was like three times the megapixels, and I paid no money extra out at all. And I just paid you know thirty nine or forty dollars 
uh, $49 for another plan. So basically for $49 every year for like five years, I got a new camera. Mm. I got a $200 camera for $40 a year, every year. And I, and, and I didn't drop them on purpose, by the way. I just, just chuck them. They, yeah. Yeah, they just drop, you know, and they, they, you know, these things, you know, things stop working the way they're supposed well, to working. You, you know, I mean, podcasters, you guys get pretty intense. Yeah. You know, I, so I, I understand, you know, you probably have to sweat proof a lot of your equipment and, you know, blood, you know, it's, yes, it's pretty, yeah. pretty intense. Yep. I, but, I say it like I don't podcast too. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you podcasters. So. Anyway, so yes, Andy, you're right. The it has been confirmed. I am the I don't only remember person. what the wager was. I don't know. I got to figure out what was that there a was. wager. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm addicted to gambling, so it's usually no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Too um, funny. No, I, I'll have to go back because I, I don't know. If it's just pride, I'm okay with that too. If it's just the pride of knowing I was right, but. you you were definitely right. And if I owe you a Chipotle burrito or something, maybe that was it. I, that's probably it. I don't have Chipotle here, but uh, well, we'll you need to something. you need to come come into town. By the way, we're having a we're hosting a meetup. Uh, we got a bunch of people coming. I think we've got about twenty people coming to uh, the Northern Kentucky Cincinnati area for our weekend get together. My goal is to have enough kids to we can have our own meetup, and it would be twenty. <laughs> that's why I'm not traveling because we're we have two kids under you know three and uh, and one on the way. So uh, so no no meetups for Andy anytime soon. Uh, then uh, on Thursdays at noon. So there you go. I'm glad you're going to do that though, bro. That's, that's good stuff. We're having a good, t- we're going to have a good time. Hey, uh, we got an email. Um, do you want to read this since I've done most yeah, of the Yeah, let talking? me do that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Cliff, just want to thank you for all your content you do produce and everything you put out there for free. I do appreciate it. I appreciate all your hard work, your time, and I know you look to get paid through what you produce too. So I want to let you know I got my hosting through Bluehost because I feel it is a way I could contribute to you. So he used your, he says, I did link, click on your link for Bluehost. So I hope you get paid from them. Pause. What is that link? Uh, by the way, it's uh, just go to podcastanswerman.com and under services I recommend, look for the link for Bluehost. You'll see it there. I'm really excited and happy with all the things going on in your family and your business and seeing the doors that God is opening up for you. I pray that you'll have the strength to step through all the doors that he's opening for you. May our Lord continue to bless you and keep you and that you and your family will grow rich and prosperous in him and that you may keep your eyes on him. I know I really appreciate your brotherhood through your podcast and the few emails you have had. I hope to meet you sometime. I live in central Indiana, so I hope maybe we can touch base and maybe our family could take your family out to eat or just for a visit. Chipotle. I regret I cannot make it to the meetup this weekend. So I want to say that I'm so glad that I started listening to your podcast. You and Andy Traub have encouraged me to be who God has called me to be. I listened to Podcast Answer Man episode. I listened to Podcast episode 002, and I felt like God spoke to me saying, see, you can do this because I see how much you have grown and how much better of a speaker you are now. Because you really sucked in episode number two. Yeah, that's what he said, really. (laughs) I didn't read it that way. Um, I've spoken at church and led Bible studies, but somehow I told myself I can't do a podcast for my own business because dot, 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 dot. But I read Stephen Pressfield, uh, The War of Art, and uh, Do the Work is his newest one, and listened to some of your first podcasts and realized that if they can do this, I can do this. 
So I told my wife I'm launching my website and plan on quitting my job in two years. Two years is not a concrete, but I do not want to retire from where I work at. As Dan Miller has said, I can make more if I get paid for results and not my time. My boss has told me I am underpaid, but I don't have a good chance to change that. Uh, well, so maybe shouldn't be working there. I have a plan and realize that it's not perfect, but I see how you and others have totally tweaked your businesses many times to get where it is at now. And I assume you'll be making more changes as you go. That's very smart. Uh, why are we so afraid of change when it is for our best? Well, I need to go enough stealing from the company. Have a GSPN listener. Uh, so I, I think that it's awesome that we have listeners like this uh, that, that uh, you know, they, they listen to all of what we're saying. Uh, and, and we don't expect people to agree with all that we say. But obviously, Cliff, you and I have a lot in common and it's, it's starting our own businesses and, and being on the web and uh, being uh, men of Christian faith and husbands and fathers and um, goofy looking white guys. I and mean, we have a lot in common, uh, our, our deep love of the insurance industry. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I appreciate this email and I'm glad that he is uh, stepping out and he is uh, uh, putting a plan uh, out there and 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 putting some goals out there. And I really believe that, that if that's a goal of his to leave his work and find work that he loves, that it'll happen in less than two years. Uh, yeah. When you put a goal like that out there, um, my experience is that if you're really serious about it, you start work every time that I've seen someone put a goal out towards it, especially financially, but also with work, I've seen it happen sooner. So good luck to you, brother. Absolutely. That is awesome. And I am so happy to hear that, that we could be a source of inspiration for other people that, yes, you can go back and listen to our older stuff and find out, you know what, you don't have to be perfect. You get out there and you get better. And uh, that's, that's the way it goes. That's just yeah. the way it goes. I'm, I'm really grateful he's, listening, he's reading Stephen Pressfield, um, our dothework.community.com site uh, will either launch Friday or probably Tuesday of next week. Um, so you can check out dotheworkcommunity.com. We've got about 17 people signed up, Cliff, uh, that are going to make dotheworkcommunity.com their place, uh, their launch pad for whatever project it is that they're trying to do that they've dreamed up, uh, but they haven't been able to get to and complete because of the resistance, as Pressfield calls it. So check that out. And, um, and I like uh, the resistance more than lizard brain. <laughs> can I just say it's that? It's the same it's the same thing. I know, but, yeah. but I like the resistance. I, I, I can get down with the, the resistance. And, and Seth, you know, you have some amazing books. But man, every time I hear the word lizard brain, I just want to say, I just want to put the book down. Seriously. <laughs> well, it's maybe, just like, can, maybe you can edit it. Oh, I, lizard I think, brain. I think it's, what's interesting is the lizard brain seems like such a little, it's a tiny brain, right? It's, it's small thinking. And the resistance is big and huge, but it tells us to think small. Yeah. So it, it is the same thing. Obviously, it's just, um, you know, I, I like the resistance because it, it, it personifies uh, what it does. You know, it, 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 I don't know if that's the right word or not, but, but it, it speaks to, to what it is. You know, it, it, by its name alone, you understand what it does. And so exactly. we, we write about that a lot and do the work community and we're going to have a do the work podcast. And, and I'm, I'm very excited about that. And I'm excited because it's people like uh, this listener that, um, are, are taking action and saying it's time for me to do the work. It's time for me to to kill that uh, 
uh, animal brain. I won't say what it really is, but uh, and, and beat the resistance. So hopefully that uh, is an encouragement to him and to our uh, other listeners. And uh, folks, this show, if you've liked it at all, is because we've had great listener feedback. And so we encourage you to continue to give us feedback. Uh, it's 859 795 4067 or email feedback at gspn.tv. Uh, don't call Cliff, uh, he won't answer the phone. <laughs> Unless I have a scheduled appointment with you. <laughs> it's it's funny because like two minutes to a scheduled appointment, I'll answer the phone and, uh, oh my gosh, Cliff, I'm so glad I get to talk to you. I didn't think you would answer, you know, and they're, they're, it's like, oh, you know what? I'm really sorry, but I, I picked up the phone because I'm expecting a call in two minutes. Can I, can you email me and I'll get back to you? <laughs> it happens every now and then. Yeah. 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 If you ever want to try to get through to me, call me on the hour on Tuesday because that's the only day I do my consulting calls is Tuesdays and and I do them on the hour. Trick you. See, there you go. You You can trick me into answering the phone. There you go. Ah, I give away my secret. See that? Giving away too much information. Anyway, folks, if you want to uh, help support the content and community of gspn.tv, you can do things like our good friend there did, and uh, you can click on affiliate links like Bluehost, and you know that you know just that little simple act uh, generated sixty-five dollars of income over here. So, you know that's awesome. And and matter of fact, while we've been recording this podcast, uh, I will tell you right now that uh, the let's see here the North starcg.com just started just started with Bluehost. North so it's actually North Star Consulting Group. So the northstarcg.com. I just want to say thank you because I just generated another $65 commission. How awesome is that? Beautiful. While we were recording this podcast. Wow. Passive incomes my, income my friends. Anyway, Didn't if you we want- agree we're going to split this 50-50? Yeah. Any money made from the podcast? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> anyway, folks, uh, thank you for tuning in. If you do want to support us, you can go to gspn.tv slash plus. There is information about plus membership there. It is the number one way to uh, get on board and uh, you know make sure that we're here each and every week with all this valuable content, as well as those affiliate links. And uh, my favorite one I wanted to keep telling everybody about, if you're going to shop at Amazon anyway... Stop by gspn.tv, click on the Amazon logo first, and uh, it's a great way to help us out as well. Anyway, for those of you who will be here tomorrow night, looking forward to meeting you. And for the rest of you, we encourage you to join the community. Join the community.